0: I don't know what the fuck Pat's doing, I haven't heard of him in ages. Like, you dead? Is he just like, dropped off? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I texted him this morning, I was like, you e dead? What's up? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know, he's 18, he's probably just partying and shit. Probably. You know what kids be like. You know how they do be. Doing drugs and being awkward. Yeah, something like that. Hey guys, welcome back to the off Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we take some from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David.
1: Hello, my name is Ben.
0: Coming in hot this week, Ben. Oh, um, are I'm we? I'm excited about this fucking episode. Oh, okay. shit.
1: I'm not, but... Oh. What? I mean, I'm not... This is like your favorite not,
0: thing to talk about! It's not that
1: I'm not excited. What it's do you just, mean? I Look, I was more excited when this was like months away. Oh, and then But now got that it's coming it. on, I'm like... Yeah, I right. guess we're doing we're doing this. Right, it's
0: kind of like prom where you're like real, you're yeah, real yeah, like yeah. up and for, then it then and then happens, you're like and you're like sucks. man, this sucks. Yeah, the film, I mean, this doesn't the suck because the episode hasn't started yet. You just mean the film?
1: I just I don't know. I okay. think I'm just conflating the fact that this week week has been a very very busy week yeah. for me, and like halfway through it i just watched this film and it was and just like a blink and you miss it moment
0: the funniest thing was i was i was lying about last night watching netflix and it was like you can't watch any netflix because there's two more people watching it and i was like that's weird and i like rolled over and i'm like dumb what are you watching and she was watching something in her ipad and the other person on the screen was like ben watching shrek and i was
1: like <laughs> yes, yes dude i was like that's yes dude so funny
0: <laughs> so funny i was like uh, what a way get to get it,
1: kicked off your uh yeah
0: netflix. <laughs> and i was like cool guys i pay for it but you guys do whatever you want i guess mm-hmm.
1: um okay absolutely <laughs> so you
0: had already guessed that this week we were talking about the meaning of shrek the,
1: the first, first one one the good one
0: i'm thinking maybe annually we'll do another shrek film yeah until we go insane
1: right or we die or they force well, us to retire yeah you you mentioned today that shrek was like it was one of the first episodes it was the,
0: the second episode well okay so chronologically it was the first episode we ever recorded it was the second one that was released to the public though yeah and yeah we definitely talked about it in that um we talked
1: about it for like Five minutes in and an hour-long be- podcast, and it became
0: like the thumbnail. And I didn't really know what I was doing. If no, no we, to, don't to don't, fair, don't
1: go back and watch those. Do not, They're really bad.
0: But I thought we come full circle and talk about something like Shrek is a film that you've always historically loved, and that I we love have talked. There are many a, a, a drunken evening where we, we have debated Shrek. Yeah, Shrek is one of those things that we keep like, coming what back one's to. The best, like yeah, what to are the la- the first wh- one of the last the last name thing, which we we'll talk about in the post show. Yeah, um, like this, there's, there's like a lot of stuff in Shrek that is interesting to unpack from just like a world building perspective it's just
1: culturally important mm. for us
0: <laughs> it is um i'm obviously it's a 2001 american animated comedy based on william steeg's fairy tale picture book of the same name directed by andrew adamson and vicky jensen There combined directorial debut before we get into the summary some quick shrek facts and then we'll do shrek what we facts. thought of it i've got some shrek facts i'm shrek hoping facts. to just kind of use these each year and just sure. hope that people forget um the role was initially offered to nicholas cage <laughs> of dog, shrek. dog. Oh, um, and he no. didn't want to do it because he felt that um if he was in that film then children would think of him as an over and he didn't really want that <laughs> um then it was offered to chris farley who obviously passed away before they could complete the picture. Um, and this is my favorite fact of all time. Mike Myers initially tried a Canadian accent, <laughs> a country-American accent, like a cowboy accent, um, but eventually convinced uh, Katzenberg to let him re-record all of his lines in a Scottish accent. Re-record it was...
1: all his lines.
0: It gets better. Re-record all of his lines in a Scottish accent because it was the voice his mother used when she told him bedtime stories. <laughs> and this gets even better, and Myers did not request that they uh, pay him for that. So he got paid the same amount and recorded double the studio time. What? Because he
1: thought the voice was better. What the which crap? Buck wild. That's so, insane. I, like, mean, I mean, he must have just had the f- the the fucking
0: He woke up at like 2 a.m. and he was like, I've got the voice. He just like, had that yeah.
1: foresight that he knew there were gonna be six of these yeah. fucking films. And he <laughs>
0: there's more than that. <laughs> uh, and he j- like he must have just woken up and been like, That's the voice. Mm. Which is kinda hectic. Um, yeah, okay. So talk to me about the your your history with Shrek and what was it like going oh, back? Oh,
1: My God. So back in like when this film came out, 2001? 2001. 2001. So it would have been, yeah, it would have been Grade like one. 2001. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have a DVD player. We, we got that in like 2005 and then we bought Finding Nemo like everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we only had VHS. I think most people only had VHS in 2001. Especially in Australia. Um, I
0: think DVD had gone to the rest of the world by then. But Yeah. <clears throat> so...
1: We had a VHS copy of Shrek, which Uh I'm pretty sure was like recorded from the TV like a year after the film came out. So it might have been 2002. It was such an old film that was on TV and we had a VHS recording because that's back then that's what you'd do. You'd you'd illegally record things off the TV. Well, you had to. The amount of Digimon episodes that I recorded on VCRs. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a VCR of Shrek Mm. and we watched it so many times that to this day I can pretty much just recite the The entire film film from start to end Mm and I love every second of it. Like every joke is funny. I find every joke in this film funny. Even the ones that aren't funny, I find them funny. This film is scary. The
0: the scary thing about it is I know how much you know about Shrek and I had to go and do research (laughs) on this fucking episode
1: and try and find things about Shrek that you didn't know about Shrek. The The thing is, I don't like, you know, that. And Mike Myers things like I don't know that.
0: No, I'm talking about in the film, like the stuff in the oh, film. Oh yeah, that like I-, I guarantee two things I picked <laughs> up when I was watching this that you have okay. not pick up. I'm cool. banking right. on two.
1: We're betting on them because I I picked up some things in this. In every this time, I it, I every see, time I watch it, every time I watch it, there's, there's, a, there's a new joke I Dude, pick up on. Honestly, it's it's hectic how layered <laughs> this film so, is for a dumb kid. So dense, it's so it's dense, so dense. <laughs>
0: but I think that's maybe why, and we keep coming back to it for reasons. No, not to man or beast, but we do keep coming back to it. I think because it is that dense. Yeah. Honestly, watching it this time was just a genuine delight because I was watching it. With the, the way that I watched it was Ben's gonna watch this and love it, <laughs> and that was my like my, that was my headspace when I was right. watching it. And I was like, I bet Ben found that funny. That was
1: like, <laughs> like, like literally the whole time. <laughs> oh, I think I honestly <laughs> like about halfway
0: through I pause it and I like I I turned to down and I was like. Ben, ben, went ben that. loved that joke yeah. She was like, "Could you leave me alone? <laughs> sleep." Like, it, I just—it was so good. Oh. I had a great time watching it.
1: I was like in the kitchen cooking, cooking dinner while I had this film on. What'd you cook? I uh, made a, um, made like cauliflower fried rice. Okay, it's like a like instead of using rice, use cauliflower. Oh, okay. it's real good. i um, It's like low carb. I'm yeah, on, yeah, I'm yeah, on I'm with, that. I'm on that, that. that low carb with diet. That. You've got to do no um, carb. No, The beer's a yeah, No, 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 no. carbs, how you do it, bro. Anyway, and I was cooking that, and it was the kind of thing where, like, I would be, like, listening to the thing, and I'd just be, like, talking along to the film and just, like, oh, laughing God. in the corner. Like and Laura's, thinking, yeah. Laura's sitting on the couch, like, the fuck is wrong she's me? like can you stop
0: interrupting my gym battle with yeah. you cackling you maniac <laughs> um okay i'm gonna give you the summary but you already know what happens. so mm-hmm. um if you want to interrupt me and correct me because i'm sure you have this film like it's memorized, a pretty simple identical. plot I it's mean, pretty well it's pretty simple but it's also not we'll, we'll i will correct it.
1: you if you say yeah, something yeah, thank
0: wrong. you shrek is a terse grumpy ogre living in an isolated swamp his life is interrupted by a talking donkey and he returns home to discover his swamp is lousy with fairy tale creatures exiled from the land of duloc by Lord Farquaad. Shrek takes matters into his own hands, and with Donkey as a guide, heads out to confront Farquaad and have his land cleared of the fairy tale creatures. Shrek and Farquaad strike up a deal. Every time
1: you say Farquaad, it's just so funny.
0: (laughs) Oh, Shrek and Farquaad strike up a deal. If Shrek rescues Princess Fiona from a dragon guarded keep, Shrek can have his land back. Donkey in tow, Shrek confronts the dragon and saves Fiona with Donkey's assistance. Fiona now saved, the gang begins their slow journey back to Farquaad's castle. Fiona is initially unimpressed with Shrek, and Shrek naturally keeps her at arm's length, threatened by the prospect of the rejection and prejudgment he's experienced his whole life. Shrek and Donkey briefly bond over their shared experiences as outcasts. The trio encounter a handful of obstacles on their way back to Duloc, and in overcoming them, Shrek and Fiona slowly begin to fall in love. Almost at Duloc, Donkey discovers that each night, Fiona transforms into an ogre, and that her curse can only be lifted by true love's kiss. Shrek overhears him discussing how hideous she is, and misunderstanding, thinks uh, she is talking about him.
1: Uh, my heart. It's the hardest part of the
0: film. <laughs> at Donkey's suggestion, Fiona vows to tell Shrek about her curse and how she feels, but sees that Shrek has brought Farquaad to the windmill. Confused and hurt by Shrek's sudden and cold disposition, Fiona accepts Farquaad's marriage proposal and requests they be married before nightfall. (sighs) The couple returns to Duloc, while Shrek angrily abandons Donkey and returns to his now empty swamp. Donkey, unperturbed, confronts Shrek at the swamp and explains the misunderstanding in a heated argument. Shrek and Donkey, with the help of the dragon, interrupt the wedding, dispose of Lord Farquaad and just as the sun sets, Shrek and Fiona share true love's first kiss, sealing her forever as an ogre. They later marry in the swamp and leave for their honeymoon. Credits. Such a good film. It's really good, but I think that it doesn't make a lot of sense, and I think the themes never quite get there. I don't... listen. I'm sorry. I'm going to spend a significant portion of this film trying to understand what it's... Of this episode, rather, trying to understand what this film is doing. Right. Okay, for... Caveat, I love this film. I'm not going to trash it for like any of the. A lot of like hot takes now are like, this film is not, not SJW friendly. Like a lot of the hot takes are like some of the sexist stuff. There is some of that. But my concern's more around like the thematic things and like what it's trying to achieve because we both seen this probably like a few hundred times. Uh, yeah, like a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot. But it wasn't until I went to do the research that I started to <laughs> confront like a lot of the narrative arcs in the story, just they don't get anywhere and they have nothing to do with the ending. Um.
1: Yeah, it's
0: really weird. So, the the whole message of the film, right?
1: Arguably, is about people aren't what they seem on the surface. Yeah,
0: and it's like in a beauty or whatever. And you yeah, you just have to like,
1: and, and 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 it's also like you know, like friendship, and there's a lot of it's a lot of just like character development
0: so it's like a fairy tale right like it's what's it's a it's a fairy ta- it's based on a fairy tale and it's about inverting fairy tale stuff and i think it relies on two things to do that which is the inversion of fairy tales and expectations so yeah. like uh, by way of example, like Fiona doesn't end up with Prince Charming. Prince Charming in this story, not in the, the universe at large, is in fact like a very short armchair fascist. Yeah. Um, and the hero of the story in this narrative is like a self-flagellating ogre. And then this is where I get really confused because I'm like, but it's also like a Beauty and the Beast story, which we'll get into later. Uh, and I think the second thing that it relies on is the audience self-identifying to an extent with Shrek. He's kind of, all of us, like we've all felt like we've been prejudged in our lives. We've all kind of felt like based on how we look or how we sound or how we behave that the people have decided they don't like us for no reason right I think those are kind of the two key things the film needs to work and then when you talk about the ending so the ending is where I get really confused so Fiona Ch- okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so the the film's premise is that Farquaad is trying to get rid of these fairytale creatures yep. because they're different. He's like othering them. It's like yep. a classic, like you're kind of fascist, like these are their bad guys, get rid of them or whatever. And the kingdom doesn't accept Shrek as an ogre, right? Because he's like ugly or hideous or whatever. And I guess the arc of the film is like Shrek has to learn to like love himself because society doesn't change. Like the the kingdom of Duloc never kind of, they, they don't suddenly but accept ogres or whatever. It never
1: really gets referenced. At all in the rest of the franchise, anyway. Like,
0: they they now just... Basically, Shrek just lives with a donkey and a bunch of outcasts. Like, the problem of Farquaad judging Shrek and the other creatures, and the consequent, like, allegory of race, is never fixed by Fiona becoming an ogre. Mm. In fact, it's made worse. The dragon eats Lord Farquaad, and then they run away... Like, but literally... It's like literally a coup. Yeah, from the from an outsider's <laughs> perspective, the bad guys transform her into one of them, then eat the guy in charge. And then run off. Right, it's weird. Yeah. Um, also, Fiona never stops loving Shrek because she's ugly, um, nor does he stop loving her because she's ugly. They have a misunderstanding that could literally be solved by, like, a post-it note. Um, I... Th- so... <sighs> so talk... Okay, okay so... so Talk to me about that, that complication. I get it, and I get that that's how relationships work, and that shit happens all the time. So, for me,
1: that's, like, that scene, and, like, why it's, like, so painful, and, because I think it's, like, a main, like, it's, like, the biggest pin in the story, I think. Like, up until that point, it's a fairly, like, the pacing of the film is just, it kind of just goes there's no real like development up until that point really you you get a bit the, of
0: the montage but it's you get montage. the montage yeah
1: and you know the up until that point a lot of it's just like just like the density of jokes mm-hmm. and just like setting up what is really just like the ending mm-hmm. like because that whole montage it just comes and goes like they literally they make it to the 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 dragons keep like in a song yeah like a half a song like it's Mm -hmm. they just like they're just like this ain't no all the rings we're just fucking we're there boys and they're like going back it's just like the love montage right so like for me that's like that's like the only real conflict in this film Mm -hmm. is that windmill scene Mm -hmm. like it is it is super basic Mm -hmm. and like you know there is the whole like post-it note thing where Mm -hmm. it could just get fixed with a post-it note even, like, Donkey could just fix it. Even when he's confronting Shrek at the end, mm-hmm. he, like, doesn't want to let slip, like, what Fiona told him because she told him to not tell anyone. So, and yeah. he's like, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone. And it's like, yeah, you know, you can kind of <sighs> see where his comes from, like,
0: I get where he's coming from. For, like, from. his character. Yeah, but but isn't the whole point of the ending, this is where I got flummoxed. So the ending is supposed to be that Shrek has changed in some way. And he's willing to let these people into his life or something, Right but donkey goes to him he doesn't seek out donkey so i think a better ending and i'm just like i'm freewheeling here but i think a better ending is shrek goes to the swamp and he's like man i'm fucking miserable this fucking sucks and he goes i'll go find donkey and i need donkey's help and like reaches out to someone else for assistance to say i want to get fiona back instead what happens is donkey literally forces his way back into shrek's life and is like (laughs) dude like go to this chick she's definitely into you She wasn't talking about you. Like, Shrek is never forced to actually change. He's the one that stays the same. The impetus seems to be that Fiona learns to love Shrek, not for what he looks like, but for who he is underneath. Right. Right. So why, like, but the ending has nothing to do with that. The ending is they happen to have met a dragon that Donkey falls (laughs) in love with. Like, do you know what? Like, it's just, there's 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 this disconnect in the narrative between the themes it's exploring and then, like, the things that occur that wrap it up yeah Do you know what i mean it's weird I... <sighs> it's weird it's weird right like it's it is weird. A... it's weird that it trek doesn't weird. change <laughs> i don't yes yes okay yes he becomes a little more agreeable <laughs> all right and he's a bit less racist toward the fairy tale creatures yeah but i don't necessarily because th- the whole time he's like yo like people fucking judge me before they know me i don't <sighs> i think I think you. Can we a, play? Adam it's Adam- a it's a kids film, I, David. It is, listen, it's I, not a kids <laughs> film. It's full of allegory and shit, which we'll get to in a second. But like, it is a but it's not a kids film. It's, I mean, it is a kids film. It's a film for kids that is trying to do, like. This is a film that you can watch as an adult, and you could
1: learn a lesson from
0: theoretically. Like, it is. It's, I know it's, a lot I think of it's it, I, think, I think it
1: is just very surface level. I think mm-hmm. the like, there's no. You kind of get used to these three characters. And their interactions just being very easy to follow and very fluid. Like, there's no friction between... No. There's, like, when when the characters interact, there's no character-based friction. It's just, like, narrative-based friction. Where, you know, when when Donkey meets Fiona, when she's an ogre, there's no, like, you know, there's no, like, deep-rooted like Don- horror that yeah. donkey, donkey has Donkey doesn't hate ogres yeah like they don't drag like nothing gets dragged up as to why donkey is afraid of her it's just funny at the time yeah and she
0: just spooks him because it's dark or whatever. yeah and, and he and he even has the line where he thinks that he- he's scared because he, he thinks she- that shrek's <laughs> eating her or whatever yeah. it's just or like fun. this
1: ogre's eating. it's like it's me yeah. in this body and it's like oh god you've eaten her um <laughs> which a is a great, it's a great joke great joke um <laughs> 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 i think because of that like none of the characters there's no <sighs> i don't want to say there's no character development mm-hmm. but it's yeah, they don't they don't seed these ideas in each of the characters. Mm-hmm. They do this in the later films where they they'll seed yes. an idea in a character. So like the second one in particular, where the Shrek. The second one in particular. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean like Shrek and then the the father and the king. They, yeah, yeah. They, like that's that's yeah. like
1: they seed him and with then, this idea and yeah. then that gets developed. Whereas in this, there's no there's no real really seeding of ideas that has that like comes up as a point of contention. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah, it's just this massive pot. It's literally much ado about nothing. Um, kind of it's just like a lot of misunderstanding like post-it note would be fucking great in this time can we just quickly reflect on the fact that ben referenced
0: shakespeare before i did this because i might have had a note about that (laughs) um yeah dev Once you do about nothing that is like an interesting parallel to this it is definitely that kind of sense of yeah the dude rides into town that no one wants to ride into town and then shit happens
1: yeah right things just happen and it's like and it's funny that's a funny play as well it is
0: I guess the the difference would be this film was made with a very specific audience in mind, like and that us no, that particular audience very specifically was Bob Iger. <laughs> um, this film was made specifically to make fun of him. So Lord Farquhar, for those of you uninitiated,
1: is Bob Iger. As in the Disney CEO. As in the Disney CEO. So basically... He's still... Is he still...
0: I don't know if he's still... He's definitely involved. He was. I don't know.
1: So basically, like, what happened... He was, like, post... He was, like, after Walt Disney, wasn't he? So basically, Katzenberg
0: left Disney, and he was like, cool, DreamWorks, that's my thing now. Yeah. Uh, And then he made this film basically exclusively to make fun of uh, Iga. That's why it's called Farquad. It's obviously Fuckwad. Um, it's obviously Fuckwad. And yeah, like you know it's he, the hilarious. fact Joloch is an obvious critique and parody of Disneyland, where Katzenberg yeah. calls out Iga as being very short, insecure, <laughs> like this dictator with small man syndrome in charge of an over-commercialized, characterless kingdom. <laughs> the walls are like grey slates. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: to it the just point looks like the Disney. Council. To the
0: point where there's even that like little um, the little puppeteer show that's making fun of yeah. it's a small world after all. Um, and then you yeah, obviously the fuck was. Which is thing. also
1: another great joke.
0: Um, Some other stuff in that, other jokes at Disney's expense. Peter Pan in the start of the film, Peter Pan is selling Tinkerbell to the knights. Don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. You no, know, well, when that's donkey how he flies. flies yeah. Yep. The fact that um, the, the 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 fact that Shrek obviously is the other that ends up being loved. Um, dragon and donkey. This okay. So this is big thing that happens in uh Beauty and the Beast where uh they're not allowed to kiss until he becomes a dude. You know, he re-transforms back into like yeah. a man or whatever in this dragon and donkey end up in like a weird interspecies relationship that's like it's played for a really good gag but like it's yeah. also him just being like fuck you um there's also some weird stuff in this where like the wolf wears grandmother's clothing and then is dancing with like a knight at the end and i there's some implication people have read into this there's an implication that that he's making fun of how insecure Iger's work is about like homosexuality, because it's taken them, gee, I don't know, never to put a proper gay character in their work.
1: So there's a lot of like layering. So in that's him. a, that's a stretch. Yeah, it's not that entire. So that entire last song, like credit scene like when they're getting married, is but non-canon. But it's the, the, it's just, yeah, it's that that's that's purely like marketing. That was just like yeah. we've got a spare. Uh, pop song It's good let's just make a credits bit where they sing and start a fucking trend still it, it's in it's, the film yeah, yeah. A, and it's
0: it's more so it's that on a it's, dvd yeah it's extra. it's more so that it's directed it's it's like a lot of this is directly at disney being like you guys yeah. suck um but the interesting thing about that last but is people have overread into that in the years since and i don't think that katzenberg ever intended any of that but it's curious to me that this f- <sighs> farquad's inclusion seems curious <laughs> to me in hindsight so like, as much as none of the other characters change, Farquaad is like if you were gonna make a comical, like fascist
1: in a cartoon. <laughs> he's a good way to do he's it. He's a good way to do it. Like he's like he's like when Dis well, it's funny, it's like when Disney made World War Two propaganda mm-hmm. and took the absolute piss out of mm-hmm. Hitler and like Yep daffy duck as well when they made him a nazi yep. and it but just like took the absolute piss to the
0: point where there's like a there's a there's a pithy accuracy in the modern kind of era um, i'm not going to talk about who the plan is that might be similar to this but um <laughs> i, I want to read a quote from this Yale professor who was talking about um a potential president as being a fascist i'm not going to say who um but Jason Stanley is describing fascist tendencies. And I just thought sure. it perfectly described Farquhar, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> this was not related to this, this, yeah. this podcast. I was just, just reading this, this article. Yeah. thought it was fucking funny. Um, <laughs> quote, in the past, fascist politics have focused on the dominant cultural group. The goal is to make them feel like victims, to make them feel like they've lost something. And the thing they've lost has been taken away by a specific enemy, usually some minority outgroup or some opposing nation. This is why fascism flourishes in moments of great anxiety, because you can connect that anxiety with fake loss. The story is typically that a once great society has been destroyed by liber- by liberalism or feminism or cultural Marxism or whatever, and you make the dominant group feel angry and resentful about the loss of their, stat- their status and power. Almost every manifestation of fascism mirrors this general narrative. End quote. And then, as so I read that and I was like, hmm. What about Farquaad? <laughs> uh, he's like in charge of the armed forces, uses yeah. them to subdue the masses. He others those that are different, the fairy tale creatures. Despite, and this is another part of the fascism that that he that he touches on in that article, you 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 you, <laughs> you other some group despite being surrounded and using them to your advantage. Yeah. So like Farquaad even uses magic. He's got the magic mirror, so the magic mirror. Um, yeah. His executioner is supposed to have like a magic axe or some shit. I don't in the wiki. Um, <laughs> I don't, sure. I don't fucking know. Him. Yeah. Um. He calls Shrek uncivilized. Like he, so he calls Shrek an uncivilized ogre, despite Farquaad himself literally waterboarding the gingerbread man. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's he's just George Bush Jr. This dude, right? Um. Uh. It's fucking crazy. And I, I, I know, I know he's making fun of Walt Disney. Like I right. get it, and I like I understand that, and and I understand that like shrek is kind of vaguely coded as being like you know the indigenous land holder or whatever which is fucking weird in hindsight but there, there's just like a lot of this film that he literally w-
1: hands back his land rights on i like know a piece of it's paper. hectic yeah.
0: and it's, it's shrek's like i own this fucking land why do you have, why a piece you have of paper to give me says, a right yeah. yeah like it's exactly that um and i i think uh. s- like it, it's the more about it. i'm like <laughs> jesus christ i'm like what yeah, the, the fuck is this film happen. do you know what i mean <laughs> Oh, and know like, Sh- I mean, Shrek 4, not to get into, like, the sequels, but Shrek 4 is directly yeah. about indigenous land rights. Yeah. So it's just kind of hectic. Shrek but- 4 is
1: a great Shrek film. Uh, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it in, in four. four years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I i mean, I, I think, you know, Shrek is, like, the interloper in this story. That's the way that Farquaad paints him. Yeah. Um, I think better stories have done a better job since, like, I think Bioshock Infinite is, like, a
1: supreme version of this. I think that Sh- that gets away with, like, a lot more overt fascism.
0: Yes. But even in even in the sense that that fascism, like you're as the guy with the the, the mark on your hand of the A D or whatever it is. Right, and yeah. they've said, Oh, that's the, the the dark shepherd or whatever the language it's is the, there. Just the star. The it's Jewish star. It's, <laughs> yeah, and like even this has a lot of like coded religious imagery. But I I, th- I think more so with Shrek, if you're talking about Katzenberg making fun of Disney and Iger, Disney was obviously famous for being anti-Semitic. And one of the codings that existed during like the, the the Third Reich was this idea of like the the of the Jewish people being these kind of monsters or these creatures and yeah. you know they, they were analogous to like rats and things like that and these rat people or whatever uh, And you give yourself this big green ogre who is like everyone hates him and they literally hunt him out of town with pitchforks or yeah. whatever um, which is where the idea for Dracula came from which you, like it, it's one of these <laughs> things that is so intrinsically culturally embedded in things that we understand that is also just a dumb kid's film. That I think it's so culturally important to try and work out what the fuck this film is. Yeah. Because you can watch this as a kid and you can then grow up and later on identify fascism by looking at Farquhar. Yeah. Right? Like, if you watch this film, and Farquhar's quite funny, there are certain people in power currently who could look at and be like, they're quite funny and recognize they can still be fascists. Yeah. There is something weird about this film that is just, I don't fucking know. I don't know what to do with it. Like, the more I think about it- Do, the- do you know why
1: Robin Hood is French?
0: <sighs> why?
1: 'Cause they just thought it would be funny. <laughs> mm. Monsieur Hood. Monsieur Hood. There That's were, a good scene. There there was a uh, there was a stack exchange question a while back that mm-hmm. was like, Why is Monsieur Hood French? Like, why is Robin Hood French? And the the first answer was like some guy went into this deep cut where it's just like, ah, oh, the original Robin Hood was like a French text, blah blah blah, this, it's and not, the other is it? Oh, uh, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, French. but like, that's not why they did it. No, yeah. And the second answer was just like, oh, yeah, here's an interview from the um directors. And they just said it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, he's French. Bleh. But like so much of that stuff,
0: I'm. Um- that, that's where I get real. i'm get. i like is it
1: like uh, is it allegory like is it or a, did they just like ask, are they
0: referencing the french or did they just do disney and they were like he hates jews and then this all happened like th- there is so much about it that is so hard to unpack but i think that's why it, it remains forever like a film that the, i think they're gonna run this on tv till we all die from whatever the next war is like i think oh, it, i'm excited i'm I, looking forward to it yeah i genuinely think it's a film that will persist forever because it just has <laughs> a. I mean like even it's got really cool references that ever like the matrix <laughs> reference when she does the 360
1: kick there are so many there are so so many pop culture
0: references but they're not references to thing okay one of the things that we talk about when we talk about rick and morty
1: is Let's pick the shit out of you, Mike. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, like one of the
0: things we talk about in that is it references things that are culturally evergreen. It's not just like passing fads or a lot of other TV shows like South Park or whatever. Uh, not that South Park's bad, but like they fall into the trap of like all the Simpsons where it's whatever is the conversation of today. That's what you make your show about. Shrek feels like it referenced things that happen to be enduring in culture. Mm everyone knows the fucking
1: matrix Mm. right like
0: things like that even
1: if you don't know the matrix you you you, know that you know you know that
0: scene yeah you know that cinematic thing Sherlock used it at a wedding for some reason (laughs) like it's it's an enduring cinematic mechanism that they reference and for some reason I don't know how they did it they managed to only reference things that people remembered forever (laughs) it's weird and like I don't know what yeah why do you think it stayed so prevalent like what is it about it that is so evergreen
1: i think just i think a big part of it is the density like it, mm-hmm. it is really one of those films where it's the jokes aren't there's like enough overt jokes where it's like when you're first watching you're just like oh it's a comedy film mm-hmm. but then you know if someone's like hey let's watch shrek and you're like you know the second time you watch shrek someone's like hey do you want to watch shrek mm-hmm. you're like shrek they're like, yeah, it's a, it's a fun film. You're like, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's that second time you watch it, you go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Mm-mm. I think, I don't know, like, like films that this film like spawned. So, you know, like animated comedy with mm-hmm. like a comedy relief character in like Donkey. Mm-hmm. So like. Mulan. Yeah, yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. I'm no, thinking like.
0: that because it was still lighting
1: I'm thinking like Frozen and like Despicable Me, like stuff like that, where it's just like. Films that are pretty good and have a decent story, mm-hmm. but it's like, they're just like, duh, we need we need a donkey, because that's the thing that we need Yeah, because
0: any movie smashed
1: it. Yeah, whereas, like, donkey in this, I like, donkey is, like, for me, is, like, the linchpin of this film. Like, he's, he's like, the comic relief character who's, like, actually interesting. Yes. And is, like, he doesn't overstay his welcome, despite being literally in the entire film. It's hot.
0: It's hot. I <laughs> Which don't know how they like, did it. Yeah, I don't know how they bouncing. did it either. The second film, he's insufferable for a bit yeah but it, i don't know it how they it in this one but they
1: and he's not in, he's like just not in the fourth no he is in the fourth one he's fat though and like that's the joke and it's a fucking it's train not. wreck it's um it's like the like that's like a bad that's like a despicable yes. me version of donkey whereas yes. this is like and i guess like puss in boots kind of Takes over that role a little bit.
0: No, I, th- yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, the
1: wait, no, Puss gets stuck. Donkey, donkey turns donkey into a, pony. Wh- he's a yeah, pony, he's a, or a horse. Something. Yeah,
0: I guess the, 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 yeah, you've touched something interesting, which is that it's the execution of both the script, the ideas, the jokes, but it's the voice talent.
1: Oh, the, yeah, the acting
0: yeah. in this film is like transcendent. Yeah, I don't know what, ha- like, they just this isn't one of those things where it's like a good, they, they just struck. Gold. Mike Myers going. Let me redo all my lines, but Scottish. <laughs> Fucking genius. Yeah. Like the so you know smart. and the voices they got for Karen Diaz, Eddie Murphy. Like the cast for this film are just wild. Yeah. It, it, it was it was a convergence of things. But more so than that, I just think like yeah, the the animators and the the directors and the writers, they were interested in doing. Obviously, it's a dig at Disney. That's, no, no, like, unavoidable. Yeah. But it's a dig at Disney that, like, at the expense of Disney, with a lot more going on. I think there are other films... That, I mean, watch Ants, right? Ants is making fun of Bug's oh, Life. Fuck it's man. fucking terrible. Ants is um, so bad. Watch Prince of Egypt. It's making fun of uh, Joseph the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, but like, Prince of Egypt's really good.
1: <sighs> I really like Prince of it's Egypt. It's okay. It's, it's fine. It's a cinematic masterpiece. It's piece. fine. It's got some really good songs in it.
0: Point being, I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as, uh... What's the other Bible one? It's not Joseph Technical Dream but it's the one where uh,
1: it's. The one with. No, I was about to say Moses, but that's Prince of that's Egypt. That's Prince of Egypt.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's, it's based on story of Joseph, but it's not called that. I can't remember. Uh, it's like Code of a. Th- I can't remember. Code of a. Whatever. It's real good. It's like. I watched that. Is Joseph the one who. Joseph's had the one the that rainbow, gets the coat and then his coat? brothers. Yeah. Them. What one's that? Because yeah, I, on well. one, I had that on VHS as well. I had that on VHS as well. Yeah.
1: That was Did quite- you have Veggie Tales as a kid? You, you grew up Christian, tales. didn't you? I remember you grew up Catholic, didn't you?
0: Uh, well, my mom. <laughs> what was, are you? My mom was a single mother. Uh, single mother, so it was just whatever was available, <laughs> and cheap. Um, it's a good old Presbyterian. <laughs> but no, she, she. I guess we're Catholic, and then I think, I, I think my stepdad yeah. was Protestant, maybe. Yeah, or something. Weird? Bloody Protestant. Yeah. Regardless, um, my my point there is, is, I I think that it's enduring not just for the content, but the delivery and the style, and it's a film that I think we could literally come back to each year and get something new from. Um, yeah. it just so happens that currently the thing that we're all thinking about is fascism for no particular reason YouTube algorithm
1: no reason at all no
0: reason at all um, <laughs> but yeah i th- this I, it's always a pleasure to come back to and i was like looking yeah. for an excuse
1: to do an episode so thank god we planned this months ago <laughs> thank, thank god there's like, no we cu- to do an episode thank god I'm there's
0: sure. no current news that would mean that we would talk about fascism at all nothing's happening in the world everything's fine so thank <laughs> okay adam put the ad
1: yeah. <laughs> what ad? Like you need to you need to make an ad for me to <laughs> Like is do you think the ad's magic? Do you think it's gonna just appear like I <sighs> I need to go to bed, man <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: have any yeah. recommendations for this week, Benjamin?
1: I've been, I, I listened to a podcast. I oh did God. it. I finally. Yeah, you were telling me what was yeah. the pod. so there's it a. It's um, the like a really short sort of story podcast series called Mother Hacker. It's done by Gimlet. Came out pretty recently. Story about like a single mom who becomes like a social engineering kind of hacky person, gets wrapped up in some interesting. Espionage stuff and it all rounds out to a pretty twisty ending. Oh boy. It's about 80 minutes long, so you can smash it out in a day. Perfect. It's a good time. I so that's hunt ma, 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 mother hacker. Mother hacker Nailed it. on Spotify or wherever, wherever you get you your pods. Po-
0: wherever <laughs> you get your pods, boys. Um, My recommendation for this week is I've been doing nothing but play Jedi Fallen Order. I had a feeling. You I've sent me a video it it who was like, night. Ben, you
1: need to buy this game. And I'm like, I don't buy Star Wars I, It's games, so, so good.
0: I've been playing on the hardest difficulty. It's basically like Dark Souls, but what if they gave you a lightsaber? Oh, dear. So, that video I sent you was by Nakey Jakey, by the way. So, just keep that was in it? mind. Was it? Yeah, it was from Yoa Yo Queen the Jackal.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it's real good.
0: Anyway, anyhow. um, it's It's basically a... Look, there are a lot of things about the game I dislike, but the combat and the... The things it give it's not Sekiro. is still my game of the year. It's no Sekiro, but it's pretty it's pretty good. And right. I, I've been really enjoying the getting back into the Star Wars mythology. And I've also yeah. been watching The Mandalorian, which is extremely that is good. something I do need to catch. I think every time we watch it, Dom nearly fucking combusts. dies. Baby She's already. like my ovaries are <laughs> <stopper."> it's, <laughs> like, it's hectic. I'm just like in the Star Wars zone right now. I'm, I'm loving yeah. it. Um so I'm gonna ride that till we till we see well, episode they're, nine. They're,
1: well I was talking about it at work with someone, it's like they're definitely spinning up non-movie star wars stuff because they're trying to like recreate the mcu but they've realized people aren't really receptive to star wars films it's because they... so they're so they like well we'll spin up mandalorian we'll see how that yeah. goes and clearly it's doing well yeah. so they're like okay star wars is now a multimedia franchise I th- again
0: i think it comes back to the han solo thing like you have to make a good film
1: yeah just like hard apparently which
0: yeah. Doesn't it doesn't seem like it should be, but whatever. No. Like, it's because they keep stepping in. Whatever. Disney. Um, we might touch on some of that the post show. We definitely might have some stuff to talk about. But um, if you want to support us, the best way to do that is just where DCM works everywhere. Um, you can support us directly on Patreon, patreon.com slash DCM works. Chuck us a bloody buck. Chuck us a bunt. You get access to the post show, which is an extra 20 to, to 40 minutes of this. Uh, each week most weeks something um adam is doing a great job of editing them to just add all kinds of nonsense it's getting really meta <laughs> oh cool like there's a lot of like him editing the podcast in the podcast it's getting real trippy so those Keep of you that up adam those <laughs> of you hanging in there with us it's getting weird um <laughs> so look forward to that it also helps us pay adam who edits all of these so yeah thanks guys thanks adam appreciate the shit out of that um you can follow us on twitter we're also on medium i write articles uh hopefully it's like bi-weekly at the moment so Every two i weeks. should write
1: articles but i don't
0: yeah, we're busy. Um, and I suppose on top of that, uh, the other thing you can do to support us is, like, if you think someone would enjoy this, just send it to one person you think would like it. One friend.
1: Throw it in someone's Tell face. Tell a
0: friend. Tell your nan.
1: Slap it across their face.
0: Just hit just them with your phone.
1: Print put it out. Print out the waveform of the audio and sticky tape it to your wall. I, there are, then there are, you can read the podcast.
0: I don't think. <laughs> there. There is a piece of software where you can put in images and then it, like... You know how you have like pictures? Well, no, you have like pictures that are like a thousand pictures that make up Yoda's face or whatever. Right. I was thinking like each year we should do like all of the thumbnails to make like the DCMX logo
1: or whatever. Dear God. And I was like, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So we're not going to do that. But this year's coming to a close. Don't know what I'm plugging anymore. Adam, cut all of this out. (sighs) Uh, Otherwise, if you you want to follow us individually, I'm at DCM. I hate (laughs) I'm
1: at literal citrus. We'll
0: see you guys next week. you need a pause, a
1: piss no, pause? I'm good. Okay. What are we doing in the post show? We're I've doing... got just comment response. Okay. We get a lot of comments. Cool. The one. All right. I'll just separate At some point, we need to do our death straining because I did finish it.